Hello and welcome to episode 21 of Be The Drop, a weekly podcast that investigates how to create genuine connection with your community. I'm Amelia Veal and through my interviews with a wide range of top communicators, I share the secrets to great communication. In this interview, I sit down with the delightful Erin Fraser, the founder of Blank Space Co., a boutique marketing consultancy with a focus on events, branding and lifestyle. She is also the curator of the Create Project, where ballet meets fashion through designer-decorated point shoes. Erin built her career experience with internationally acclaimed brands, including Estee Lauder, Tom Ford, L'Oreal and Avon, before establishing her own consultancy business. Erin discusses how passion unites her community and the positive ripple effect created by sharing these passions and supporting others. Erin advises on the need to have balanced and integrated communication strategies, where human communication is the key. This is Erin's version of Be The Drop. Well, good morning and thank you so much for being here, Erin, for our next episode of Be The Drop. Thank you so much for having me. It's so delightful. It's exciting. (laughs) It's so exciting. I'm really keen to hear about your item of significance and how that's relating to your community. Okay, so I have brought in my business card and I know that sounds a little bit strange, but really um, I started my business to combine personal passion and professional experience and It's been in doing that that has allowed me to bring all of my communities together and um, live my best life, really. And so my little business card is quite representative of myself um, and my business. Quite simple and um, classic. It's black and white. Um, It sort of sums up my business in three key words, events, brand and lifestyle. It's printed on this um, sort of beautiful, thick card. It's embossed. And so it's kind of like... Um, an experience in itself and I think that the best things in life are experiences and so I kind of wanted that to be an indication of what working with me or being part of my community is like. <laughs> okay so and you're you're connecting with your community we, we touched a little bit about that but and we were speaking before about who that community is. Um, can you expand on who they are? Sure so my community I consider that it crosses three quite specific areas so it is a little bit unique in that way Um, and so it's personal professional and philanthropic and so starting my business um, has allowed me to bring all of those three areas together and the lines are sort of blurring a little bit and sort of making it more like one community for me Um, so you know my personal um, world is impacting on my professional and then I'm channeling the expertise and experience that I've got from my professional experience in you know back into the community in a philanthropic way so personally I'm you know really close to my family um, and and my friends and a lot of those people have come from you know my professional experience in marketing for over 15 years and then I'm involved with this really fantastic committee here in South Australia called Friends of the Australian Ballet um, which raises funds and awareness for the Australian Ballet. Great. So you've got quite a diverse, so with your professional group, your community there, can you just explain a little bit about what you're doing with them? Yeah, sure. So my background is in marketing. So basically I've set up my own business. So I have 15 years experience in brand marketing and, you know, the stars sort of aligned and um, I was, you know, 
finally did something um, for myself after having worked for corporate organisations for such a long time. So essentially that's what I'm doing. So events and branding um, in the marketing space for the lifestyle arena. So that's where my experience is, um, beauty and fashion and, you know, home and interiors and um, wine as well. So I'm working with sort of small businesses um, to optimise their brand. Brilliant. And you were talking before about this really unique project that you're involved in with the Australian Ballet. Can you just explain what's happening with that side of your community? Sure. So um, I'm on Friends of the Australian Ballet Committee in South Australia and I run a project for them called Create. And Create is a really um, fashion-forward endeavour where sort of blank point shoes, if you like, that are donated by Block Australia. I send those out to fashion designers across the country um, and they decorate them in their sort of signature style. So it's this really beautiful opportunity for them to kind of leave their signature mark, but then also give back to a, um, to a beautiful art form as well. So they do all their decorations um, and then they send them back to me and we enclose them inside a glass dome and then auction them at charity fundraisers and then all the money goes um, directly back to the Australian Ballet. Um, so it's been such an extraordinary project to be involved in. I danced you know, for 15 years when I was younger and so to now be working on a project that supports our national ballet companies amazing. Yeah, uh, we'll have to make sure that we share some of those photos because I've seen some of the, the pieces and yes. I, like, I think they're much more than a, a ballet shoe, they're art. Yes, sensational. Yes. They are so beautiful and the designers are just, I don't know, everyone that I've been involved with in this sort of create community has just been so warm and generous and just can't wait to be involved and all the designers love, you know, being on board and I'm just you know, so grateful for that kind of re reception. And so recently I sort of wanted to do, it's been going for about four or five years, and so recently I wanted to do something that was a little bit different. And so I took 12 of my favourite shoes from over the last few years and then had um, international fashion artist Megan Hess draw them. Um, and then that's the recent art exhibition that we just had at One Rundle here in Adelaide. So kind of an extension of the project, if you like. Mm, great, there's lots of creativity going on yes. within, within your community. Yeah. So you've talked a bit about bringing together professional and, and personal and philanthropic passions, mm. but how long has it really taken to get to this point where you are now? Um, really my whole life, to be honest. <laughs> you know, it's... Um, and I say that, I guess, because, you know, people come and go in and out of your life and they impact you in different ways. But to build a community in the way that I have, um, because it crosses those different areas of my life, it really is, um, you know, something that you count in many years, you know, not, not in months or days or anything like that. So, and I guess it's taken me a really long time to kind of get to a place in my life where, you know, I'm not defined by a big international brand anymore I you know not defining success within the parameters of someone else's business and you know I want to be successful at life and um, not just what I do and so having my business has allowed me to do that bringing together my experience you know personally and professionally across my whole existence. Mm. So it wasn't really just that point of when you started the business it started much before that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've been obviously personally extremely close to my friends and family for a long time. And then 
Um, you know, I've worked in marketing for 15 years and I still have incredibly close relationships with all those people and brands that I used to work with and absolutely count them as part of my professional community now, even though I'm not necessarily working directly for them. A lot of the things I'm doing in my small business, I leverage all of the things that I've learned working for big corporations um, and then sort of transpose that onto the community of small business owners that I'm working with now. So, Yeah, um, well, well that leads really yeah. nicely into the next question, which is about how is it that your community is united and you've got these separate streams, so yes. what is it that's bringing them together and, and how are you a part of that? It is tricky because there are these sort of three areas, but if I had to choose one thing, it would be passion. So, um, and I'm involved in that because obviously I'm passionate about my friends and family and my professional world and friends of the Australian Ballet, my goodness, are they passionate about ballet? So that's really um, how I see the glue um, coming together with all my three different communities. Yeah, so it's, and it's really uniting that through sharing those stories around it. You've obviously, you've reached out, you're connecting through creating these fashion pieces and selling them and then obviously working with your businesses. So, you know, you're communicating that passion that's, yes, and that's how, I guess, each of the three areas, they share what they're passionate about with their communities, and that's kind of the, the sort of the flow-on effect, if that makes sense. Yeah, great. So what is it then that you think? You've got a passionate community. They're, you know, they love ballet or their business, you know, you know all, the, all the things you're doing with your family and friends. But what is it that actually motivates them to then go, okay, we're passionate about it, but I'm going to actually you know, run an event or, you know, be involved in, you know, changing my brand or, you know, yeah. fundraising, selling these yeah. items. How do you actually motivate them to convert that passion into an action? Well, I guess it's, you know, they're wanting to then share what they're passionate about with their communities. And so it is this kind of ripple effect that you're talking about with this be the drop concept. And they're really passionate about their business and getting their brand out there. And, you know, I'm facilitating them being able to do that. And so, obviously, they're all passionate about different things, but, you know, the Create Project, basically everyone's brought together through a passion of the ballet. And so everything that that project does is about supporting the Australian ballet. The fashion designers want to give back to it um, and then share something that's really creative with their audience as well. It sounds to me like you've got a very positive community and it's obviously very uplifting. Have you had any experiences with negativity? You know, anything that's gone wrong with any events or anything like that? And, and how do you handle that? Um, look, I think there wouldn't be anyone that hasn't had an experience with negativity. And so absolutely, I mean, over my whole life and whole career, I've experienced negativity. And unfortunately, you can't escape that. But the one thing I've learned is that the negativity that's projected onto you is actually not about you. It's about the person that is saying those words or doing the unkind thing. And so I think that if you're, you know, if you sort of remain true to yourself, that's the way to handle it. And I think I like sort of the idea of if, you know, you, if you're caught in a negative um, moment or, um, you know, receive an awful email or something online or, you know, any of that kind of thing, I like to think of it as like, you know, you're looking down on yourself as, as though you're looking at someone else and imagining how you would want them to respond. And I think sort of acting with grace and also allowing yourself a little bit of space and time around whatever that moment of negativity is um, and then sort of come back to it with a fresh with fresh eyes. I think that's the best way to handle it. 
Well, I think that is really very strong advice. You know, step away. Yes. I can't, you know, as you said, everyone's experienced negativity yeah. and I can't agree more with the fact that, you know, if I can remove myself, yes. take a deep breath. Yes. You know, and, and I, then come back to it. Yeah, and I, I like, I really like that advice. It's not something I've done before, but sort of look at it from yeah. above and, and, yeah. and almost talk, talk yourself through it as you would talk someone else. Yeah. I think that's really that's really good advice and, yeah. and deal with it with grace. That's, yes. <laughs> you've got these different communities that you've built around your business and philanthropic work. Can you explain to me what your thoughts are about the importance of community and what value they add to you as a person and also for your business? So I think community is incredibly important and that's because it allows individuals to be successful. So, you know, Someone might appear to be outwardly successful um, by themselves, but behind the scenes, there's whole groups and teams of people making all of that possible. And so communities allow individuals to make a difference. And so, you know, us humans, we're social creatures, um, and so we might as well play to our strengths. Now, in your communication with these different communities, have you found a particular platform that you're using that you think is the best way for spreading your message? I actually look at communication um, a little bit the way I look at life. So it needs to be balanced and integrated. I don't think that there is an answer, that there's one platform that is perfect for every scenario. So, you know, I love online communication, emails and social media, and it's absolutely necessary and it's quick and it's efficient and it's fun. But then there's the, you know, the more personal and human side of, you know, picking up the phone or meeting someone face to face. And I think that that, is still the key. Even though our world is so digital and connected, I think, you know, you build real relationships when you talk to someone face-to-face -face or, or even on the phone. So I think, you know, with my community, I need to have the right balance of using the proper, the appropriate communication platform or tool, you know, for each scenario. Yeah, it's, and it's interesting there that you're talking about that balance because I know that the senses is something that's really important to you and yes. touch and, and yes. sight and smell and, yes. and that you've integrated that into your online. Yes, and I think that comes back to this whole idea of, you know, human communication being the key and, I, and in a lot of things that I do, whether it's an event or, you know, brand management or a plan or something like that, I actually literally look to the senses to think about uh, each of those areas being covered because that's how we all experience the world is through our senses and if you can cover off appeal in each one of those what does it look like you know how do you want to make people feel how are you going to touch people you know what does it sound like um, you know what's your tone of voice how are you speaking to people you know that's the kind of questions that the senses allow you to ask. So you've and you've integrated that through all your communication touch yeah, points. Yeah. Yeah. So you're very much, as you said, taking that human approach. Yeah. Which is something that I resonate quite personally with as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well thank you so much for your time, Erin. I'd like to conclude though with Erin's be the drop tip. So that's your top communication tip. So my top tip is um, to just be true to yourself. 
because that's when your communication is unique and it's real um, and it's intelligent. You know, and I say that as individuals or brands, you really need to be authentic in your messaging. And you know, people these days they don't want to just they don't want just the what anymore. They want the story behind the why and the how and the when and the where as well. And so I think if you remain true to yourself, then you're going to communicate in an authentic way. Oh, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> Fabulous. Thank you for that tip and thanks so much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to Be The Drop podcast. Be sure to subscribe in iTunes or your favourite podcast app. Leave us a review or share with someone who is looking to improve their communication. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram at B underscore the underscore drop or visit our website narrativemarketing.com.au and click on the podcast tab. If you or somebody you know embodies Be The Drop, email us via podcast at narrativemarketing.com.au. New episodes are released each Monday, so make sure you don't miss out by checking in every week.